And a good Sunday evening to you. Welcome into the Rob and Kale Show. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for checking us out this evening. As uh, we roll along, we're getting closer and closer to college football season. I want to welcome in my podcast co-host. He is in the upstate of South Carolina, where you can throw a rock and hit Death Valley. He is uh, Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. Kale, what's up, buddy? Not much. Um, I'm doing well. Uh, better than I deserve. Hope everything's going uh, well down there in the Pearl that is uh, in the middle of the oyster that is the state of South Carolina, that being Columbia. Mm, yeah, we're holding our own on here. We appreciate uh, everyone checking us out this evening. <clears throat> Tonight we do our conference championship picks. Now, this isn't a uh, – you know, Jackpot put out his video, by the way, and I watched a good piece of it um today for his pick by pick for South Carolina this year it is the most honest video jackpot has ever done ever there was no bias in it there was none of that nonsense of you know Clemson beat us 56 to 7 it was nothing that Clemson did no it was all honesty today so if you want some honest jackpot and a pretty much what I think might be a spot on uh, pick them for South Carolina. You really should go and check out that video. It's right there on the Carolina jackpot YouTube channel. Uh, I tip my hat to you, sir, because you did your homework and uh, I was very proud of you. I mean, I really, really was. I know I'm not just mocking you about, uh, you know, being unbiased or whatever. I'm just saying, uh, top of the line video there, and if you're a South Carolina fan, you should share that with everyone that uh, that you know, because there are some I call them suitcase fans. They're just now getting back into college football and haven't really been following along. They can look smart by watching Carolina Jackpots uh, pick by pick video there. So make sure you share with them. So good job on that today, sir. Well, thank you for the uh, the kind words there. I uh, didn't put as much research into that one as what I normally do. I went off the cuff with a lot of that. All those facts, I, I just know. I mean, just off the top of my head. So, yes, from studying the game. And like you said, there are a lot of those suitcase fans out there who don't really follow college football during the offseason. And if you're not following during the offseason, you're really going to be lost. Because there are there are so many changes that happen within the course of an offseason now that you, there's no way that you can prepare yourself for the season if you don't. It's it's almost like you're a player. You got you got to you got to prepare yourself too. Just like they have to prepare their bodies, you have to prepare your mind. Stay sharp. Well, or you can just watch Jackpot's video there if you're a Gamecock fan and not prepare your mind. Just spend the a little bit of time that's there and watch that, and you'll know everything you need to know heading into the season. He breaks down the quarterback position, uh, the running backs, all of it. And then he tells you a little bit about each team that South Carolina plays and gives you what he thinks is going to happen. Yeah, I bet a lot of people didn't know didn't know that Rich Rodriguez coaches Jacksonville State. Uh, yeah. And I didn't know that until uh, I read Phil Steele's magazine. That's a weird one, too. And a yeah. lot of those facts I get from Phil Steele, he has, like, power ratings he does. And on Jacksonville State, he has them. They're, they're like, the most uh, all-over-the-place team in um, FBS. He has one set of power ratings calling for him to win two games and one set calling for him to win, like, nine games. 
So who knows what the heck can happen with that one? We know our buddies down at Florida State know what it's like to lose to Jacksonville State. Uh, so yeah. it's certainly not out of the realm of possibility that somebody could drop one to them, but I don't think it's going to be us. All right. Well, Jackpot, we, uh, first of all, I uh, want to thank our sponsors and thank Callaway's Bar and Grill for sponsoring the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge. People have been getting in left and right. Uh, I put out a video today with the, the tutorial on how to fill out your own form because for some of you guys, I, there are some of you that uh, may not be quite as tech savvy as others. I wanted to make sure that everybody knew how to do it, and it'll save us emails and everything else down the line, to be completely honest with you. Um the link for that video is in the show description there. If you don't know how to do it, don't feel bad. It's right there for you. I break it down for you. Very, very simple. That's why we did it because trust me, there'll be 20 people. I'm sure this week. I don't know how to fill out the form. I don't know. Well, now you do because I showed you right there. Uh, very, I mean, it's, it's simple. It's a, a how to video. That's right there in the uh, description. By the way, week one's picks are already up jackpot at robinkaleshow.com. You can go awesome. and start submitting your picks now. If you want to do that, have at it. Or you could be like our buddy Nathan Medlin and submit 30 damn picks like he normally does. Yeah, he does way, changes a lot. Yeah. Um, so they're over there in the comment section. I was talking about West Virginia YouTubers. Uh, God rest the soul of old uh, Golden Blue Dude. This is probably not a season coming up to them that he'd want to see. They'd watch a couple of West Virginia YouTubers last night. Uh, they're called the Raspy Voice Kids. Um, really? Raspy Voice Kids. A um, couple of uh, couple black dudes. They're pretty funny. Um, they put a video up called, they do it every year, every game. Why we hate, Dada insert team here. And last night was why we hate Penn State. Uh, and they were, you know, uh, cracking on their uniforms and all that stuff. It's pretty funny. They they don't get unclassy and like, you know, talk about the the, the Jerry Sandusky thing or anything. At least I didn't hear that part. But um, I, I I hate it uh, for them because uh, they're going to get absolutely punished uh, by Penn State. That's going to be an ugly game for the old Mountaineers. Yeah. So Brad asked how he can get into the pick'em. I just posted the link over there. There's the link right there. It's also in the show description. So, And I want to take a moment, if you don't mind, Rob, I'm going to read off the list of people that I have in the contest so far. Sure. Um, it's getting long. Uh, so if you don't hear your name called, look, just go back and listen to it again because you might hear it. And, look, if you send your money in, please – don't message me and ask me if you got if I got your money. I don't have time to respond to all those, and I might not even see it. So just rest assured, if you sent it, it says it's sent, then I got it. And Wednesday night, I'll read all these folks off again. I'll probably do a couple more videos trying to promote the contest between now and then. And listen to that, too, because I'll read these names off again. But let me spill them out real quick. <clears throat> I have Tommy Tamami, Daniel Gregory, Twisted Rooster, Ken Bellinger, The Biscuit, Volun Choirs, Larry's Losers, Little Jerry Seinfeld, Dane Roberts, Frank Tradicki, Mr. USC Troy, Tiger in the Borough, South Carolina, Malarkey, Leonard Sarasota, Jay Rock, Elijah Allen, Bible Belt Beauties, Bulldog JC, Driller Deep, 
Roll Tide, Quentin Broom, SEC Dog, Gary Todd, Clemson Dillon, Wilkie Wilkie, Joe Anders, Kentucky Durbin, Mrs. Kentucky Durbin, Vic Tube, Howard McNair, Carolina Jackpot, Rob Sanders, Big Marty Ross, Jay Shipes, BVD, Billy Cole, Pigskin Pete, Hoghead, Bob Rutherford, Berto, Tiger Gerald, Mountain Mama, Justin Hembry, C. Rizzle, Mike Gentry, shout out to the Frito-Lay man, uh, Kyle Lee, Scott Gentry, Snake Doctor, Dr. Bark, Drew Grove, Beth Webb, Chip Smith, Jackpot Jr., Coda VFL, Chef K. Diz, The Cuevas, Harry Legg, Sir UGAAA, Big Game Bowers, Will Eubanks, Troy Moses, Baylor Mann, M-I-Z, The Sly One, Gary Mills, Nathan Medlin, Bill Muse, Sally Fleming, James Fleming, Gamecock Chuck, Colby Dubose, Rugs Driving School, <laughs> Rich Long, James Stone, um, Ray Mahaffey, and the comrade, who, by the way, sent $31.30 as an entry fee, and we do appreciate that, sir. Couple, We have a, a couple of folks that uh, they get free entries. Uh, ben Simmons is one of them. I'm taking care of Ben's. And we have uh, Mike Muse. Billy Muse sent his own stuff. Ben Billy Simmons. Stuff. That rich bastard doesn't need you to take care of his feet. Easy, sir. <laughs> uh, you did not mention Pigskin Pete there. He's obviously in the mix, too. I did, I did mention Pigskin Pete. Okay, right well, I'm Billy Cole and right before Hoghead. Uh, I'm fucking stupid, then. Uh, and don't forget uh, Mike Hughes and Dennis Wilson. We appreciate them you're as well. Deaf. Yeah, I, I deaf or stupid. One of the you're, 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 you're deaf. You're not stupid. Uh, and I forgot uh, the uh, illustrious Dennis Wilson. Yeah, Dennis is our Dennis is jacked up and ready to play. So yeah, I mean, but here's the best part. Um, Peg and Megan, by the way, uh, you know we try to get him to join this thing. I mean, he needs to defend the title. From last season, from finishing dead fucking last. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, bow hunting one hundred and one hasn't gotten in. Uh, yeah, Uncle Lou. Asked, Uncle Lou. Uncle Lou hasn't not joined. Uh, Uncle Lou is free to join for, or not free to join. He can't. He joined fifteen bucks. He's a college football YouTuber. Obviously, we'd like to see Uncle Lou in here. Share some knowledge, but fair warning, he probably win it. <laughs> He's lucky like that. Uh, I have a, a, a new friend that uh, kind of going to be around this evening just listening to the show. This is uh, an alpaca that uh, we picked up today at the uh, La Qua Vista Flea Market in Pendergrass, Georgia. thought it was called the Pendergrass Flea Market. It's called the La Qua Vista Flea Market. Um, there were a lot of uh, people there um, of a Hispanic persuasion, we should say. Uh, but they did sell me this alpaca and in, in, in um, honor of uh, the clientele there today. His name is Carlos. Fair enough. Austin wants to know how to get into the contest. It's right there. I just sent the link. It's also in the description. There's going to be a ton of people that get in by Friday. Yeah. There, I mean, that, that, so, I mean, we've got a huge we're, pot now. It's yeah, we're, we're, we're well on the way to have, having the largest pot ever. And I'm, uh, I'm certainly excited about that. I'd like to see a Brandon Coon jump in here. 
Uh, Brandon Kuhn, I don't see in the chat tonight. He's usually over here. He'll probably rewatch this video. Brandon Kuhn, if you are alive, please jump on in this here contest. All right. So Dennis Wilson says, "Who won the last football pick'em? That would be uh, Dennis fucking Wilson. <laughs> That's who won the last one there." Uh, so yeah, shout out to Dennis. By the way, oh. Dennis sponsors this fine program, and I tell you what, he has been a sponsor for a long time. And he's one of my favorite sponsors. He's one of Jackpot's favorite sponsors, too. But he does fireside chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, tell us a story, sir. Uh, let's see what kind of crap we got. This I evening. want some feelings, sir. I'm going to read this thing like it's going to be read. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, it sucks to be a Gamecock. Talking season is almost over. Our nine and three wishes. Turn into a six and six reality. We are a gong show. It sucks to be a gamecock. Go Tigers. At message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, D and C Trucking. I don't necessarily know that he finished with a six and six record in the toughest conference in college football. And uh, you go to a bowl game, you, you just exactly you just qualify as a play the second hardest schedule in the country. You exactly yeah. qualifies a gong show, but uh, they're a gong show. Look, and by the way, don't please jackpot. You put out a great video earlier talking about all all the great stuff that South Carolina has, but in the end, you're not one of these nine and three motherfuckers that are running around saying, "Oh my God, we're going to go nine and three, Which if I they have went seen. nine and three, I'd be ecstatic. I'm not going to lie. I mean, we haven't had a nine win season since God. Will, Will Muschamp had Will had one back in 2017, but that was that was kind of a, a little bit of. I don't know. It was it was a nine and three or it was a nine and four, I think, finish. But they, uh, you know, kind of they they stepped on their their hoo hoo a little bit in that one. And uh, all right, well, so Pete says I just bookmarked the site. He's going to join the picture. Hey, man, make sure you get in. I mean, that's all I can tell you. All right, so jackpot. Let's do our our uh, conference championship picks here, and then uh, we'll take some folks on the uh, on the link there. Hold on, uh, got a, uh, over in the chat, I've got a request here from Courtney Joe. I've also had one from uh, some other folks to uh, give you a, oh, we don't care, we don't care. Boom. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's a... Uh, there's a site that I use called yarn.co and you really should try yarn.co because you can just type in any word, right? And it'll give you a, uh, something from a movie where that word is at. So every time I hear jackpot say that I automatically think of this, let's see if it'll play it. I don't know if you, you couldn't hear it. Okay, well, I got to figure yeah, that out. Well, a broken toy. I don't know. I didn't hear anything. No, you didn't hear anything? Oh, my goodness. I thought you would be able to hear that through there. I don't know why it didn't do that. I, I, normally, I am hearing like a bird. Yeah, well, anyway. Um, that didn't land. Um, that, what was that going to say here? Kentucky Durbin uh, says the Brosters at 9 and 3 sounds like a Hallmark production. Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, his team went nine and three a few years ago, um, and they finished nine and three. Of course, they're like five and three with a mediocre SEC record, 
and then they bolster it up with wins over like Youngstown State, uh, UT Chattanooga, uh, Miami of Ohio, and of course the tough game against Northern Illinois. But we won't go there. We won't talk about that schedule. Well, what what uh, conference do you want to start with first, sir? You pick them, sir. All right, let's go with the Big Ten. Uh, my Big Ten pick. You know, it's easy to pick Michigan there, but I kind of like Penn State, and I like them because they've got playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. Abdul Carter at linebacker, Chop Robinson, the the edge rusher, and Kalen King is a lockdown corner that's going to be a first-round draft pick, I believe, at some point. This could be the best offensive line that James Franklin has had in his time at Penn State. They do have some star running backs, Nick Singleton and Katron Allen. I think they're going to win the Big Ten. They are my pick. If it's not them, it's going to be Michigan. Um, Ohio State can go to hell as far as I'm concerned. Who do you got, Jackpot? That is heavy. Uh, Much as I would like to pick Penn State, uh, because I like Penn State a lot, uh, you know they do they do play Michigan they get them at home right. uh, but I I just I kind of got to go with Michigan again after what I saw from last year they still just they return so much uh, Penn State does have a really strong backfield I think the new quarterback they have there Drew Alar is going to be an upgrade over what they had it's supposed to be but the Michigan kid is more proven JJ uh, McCarthy. Uh, Michigan also has kind of a, you know, really very, very easy non-conference schedule to kind of tune up on before things get started. The first half of the season, the the schedule is just so easy. I mean, I think they could just kind of roll in there and I I think they end up, they end up winning thing. Um, I I would go with Ohio State. I mean, they're pretty dynamic, uh, especially on the outside. Got some really good running backs too, but you know, brand new quarterback there. I'm sure he's talented, but I just uh, I want to go with with what I know, and what I know is what I saw from Michigan last year. <laughs> All right, let's go to the uh, the uh, the Pac-12 next. You know, my pick in the Pac-12, I like Washington, and I like Washington because I think Michael Penix is a guy that has a legitimate shot to go win the Heisman Trophy. They normally give it to a quarterback. They're going to give a, have a guy from the West Coast that's going to steal a lot of votes. And I think he has something that can really help him. He's got both of his offensive tackles back, and he's got one of the best receiving groups in the country with Roma Dunze, uh, Jalen McMillan, and Jalen Polk. All of those guys returning. I like Washington to win the Pac-12. I want to kind of go off script here, and I am going to go with an upset pick to win the Pac-12. Uh, I am going – what? You going with the beef? No. I'm going to go with UCLA. Um, <laughs> just looking over their schedule, they avoid Washington. They avoid Oregon. Of course, they're going to run into somebody in a conference championship game, but when you don't play those kind of teams, you kind of fatten yourself up a little bit. And, and Rob, you know. You know how that goes with uh, not having to play real tough teams during the season. You kind of you kind of stay yeah. injury free all year long. You're exactly right. We schedule so, an SEC East team every so, season, and they end up being the shits. So I know exactly what you're talking. Well, about. yeah, I, I can't help that what Georgia and them have done in the past, but the last time they played, they beat you. Um, 
yeah. they also, I think, have a, a huge coaching advantage there with Chip Kelly. Um, he's got more experience than a Kalen DeBoer. Um, certainly has more experience than Garrett Riley, or Lincoln Riley, excuse me. Uh, Lincoln Riley's defense, I think, is a question mark. But saying they do avoid Washington and Oregon, they play USC, rival game. It's a road game, but is it really a road game? Uh, they have a freshman quarterback coming in, ton of talent. I, I think they pull a shocker. I, I mean, I, it's not likely, but there are like five teams there that could win that conference. They really could. You got, you got USC, Utah, Oregon, uh, UCLA, Washington. And Southern or You could want to throw the beef in there. You can. That's like six teams that I think have – that I wouldn't be surprised if they won that conference there. And it's like a, a really top-heavy conference. <clears throat> and the back end of it is is horrible. Yep, that's true. Um, UCLA is not a bad pick. I don't really have a problem with that. I just I like I like Penix Jr. out there. I think he's going to throw a lot of touchdowns. So yeah, like I say, I, I, the only question I have there is the coach. Um, just not a lot of experience. Kansas, uh, the Big Twelve. I'm going to go with Kansas State taking the Big Twelve. Now I know the media is going to tell you it's going to be Texas, which is what they tell us every year, and it's going to be Oklahoma. Oh my goodness, Oklahoma's great. I, I'm going to go with Kansas State, and I'll tell you why. They did lose, as Jock Pot calls him, drop a deuce Vaughn, but <laughs> P.J. Giddens last year ran for 518 yards and six touchdowns on just 89 carries. That's impressive. Also, Treshawn Ward arrives from Florida State um, from the transfer portal, and their entire starting offensive line is back. They're going to rush their way to the Big 12 championship, in my opinion, because I think Texas is a fraud. And Oklahoma, I mean, I I, I think it's going to take a little bit longer than um, a one season for Venables to get that defense the way that he wants it. So I think Kansas State's winning the Big 12. Um, Rob, do you think Kansas State wins uh, against Eli Drinkwitz? Oh, they're going to mop the floor with those guys. No, I'm not sure about that, but okay. <laughs> Um, me, I'm looking at, uh, you, you already mentioned it. Uh, Texas just, I, I can't trust Texas, uh, to win the big 12, even though they're favored. I know they have the most talent. I know on paper they should win it. There's no reason they shouldn't win the Big 12, but in its final season and their final season over there, I'm, I, I like Brent Venables in Oklahoma. You look at them, they lost a lot of close games last year. And, you know, looking at this schedule, they avoid Kansas State. They avoid Texas Tech, who are de facto kind of like your, your three and four teams there that are capable of pulling some upsets. Uh, they do have Texas. They owe them one, though, from that 49 nothing beatdown last year. I think this comes this this one comes back to the norm and we see the uh the red river shootout be the game that it has been in the past uh i like the sooners over in the big 12 in their final season there i think dylan gabriel's a good quarterback and i just think they have they have some pieces there they return most of their offensive line intact um return six starters over on defense but i think that defense is going to be improved a lot they've recruited well so, give me the singers. 
All right, so let's go to the ACC jackpot. Um, it's you know, there's a lot of talk about Florida State. I think that they're going to be exposed. I think LSU is going to mop the floor with them in the first game of the season. I like Clemson to win the conference. And my sleeper team, though, is North Carolina. They avoid both FSU and Louisville in conference play. And I think they'll be mathematically alive when they go to play Clemson on November the 18th. And because their schedule isn't really that tough as far as ACC play goes. It just the way the schedule is set up for North Carolina, if they get any kind of defense and may play as like the first round pick that he's capable of, uh, like he's capable of being, then I think they're the kind of the dark horse there. And I think that November 18th matchup will be a maybe for one of the teams to go to Charlotte. I really, really believe that. I'm not buying uh, Florida State, I'm not buying Miami either. But I think uh, Clemson will roll along there. Another team to look at is Pitt. Pitt's always good. They're consistently really good. They could really – I mean, Narduzzi just keeps running teams out there. They keep going 8-4, and 9-3, and three, whatever. They're always solid. They always play good defense. And they're always nasty as far as the offensive line goes. So Pitt's another team that could uh, trip some folks up. What do you got, Jackpot? Um, the biscuit in the comment section said, said it all. UNC is a pretender, and I, I kind of agree with him there. They lost a lot, or they won. They lost some close games, or excuse me, they won a lot of close games last year against terrible competition, and then down the stretch, when they had the ACC Coastal wrapped up, they just laid down and lost a terrible Georgia Tech team and an NC State team that they were better than. I think they're soft. I'm not sold on them. I'm not sold on Florida State either. Uh, they're going to have to prove it to me. Uh, I'm I'm picking Clemson to win the thing, but th- there's a dark horse there too as well, and you're going to laugh at me, but Louisville plays a ridiculously easy schedule. They bring in a new coach in Jeff Brom, alumni. He's going to get some energy back in that program. They've always got some good athletes. Defensively, they're always challenged, but I think they could uh, potentially end up in an ACC championship game if the cards fall right. God, I can't believe you went there. All right, and then finally the SEC before we uh, take some folks here on the show in the SEC. You know, there's a lot of talk about LSU possibly winning the West again. And I think that a lot of people just – they're beating the shit out of Alabama saying, hey, you know, they don't have any answers at quarterback. But when I look at the rest of what Alabama has, it is a lot of four- and five-star players that are rated very, very high with the best coach in college football, in my opinion, and Nick Saban. Uh, I like Alabama to win the West and go 11-1. and In the East – Georgia's going to stub their toe somewhere because, and I say that not not to be disrespectful to the Bulldogs, it's just hard going 36-0 and over three seasons. And I don't trust Mike Bobo. I think he's an absolute clown, and he's going to cost them a game somewhere. Uh, you know, the best example of that is, hey, let's not give the ball to Todd Gurley, averaging eight yards a carry against South Carolina 
first and goal on the four. Let's not give the ball to Gurley. Let's not give I mean, the ball to St. Bigsby. Let's have yeah. our terrible quarterback throw a pass on fourth <laughs> and one. Yeah, let's let's not give it to the SEC's leading rusher. This is last season. Let's not let's not make that play call. That and he's a disgusting human being for what he did to South Carolina, leaving in the middle of the night. He is an, he is a cancer that will eventually screw over the Georgia program. So with that, I think it'll cost them this year, and they'll go eleven and one. Uh, Alabama and Georgia in the SEC championship game, and you know I think Georgia's got Georgia's got more talent. I think, even though it's I mean it's it's you know squeezing blood from a turnip there, but I think Georgia wins the SEC over Alabama um, at the end of the season. So what do you got, Jackpot? I'm gonna go out on a limb here. They almost they almost did it last year. They were a little bit short. Um, I think Tennessee pulls it off. <laughs> what? I'm not laughing. All right. I mean, you know, you know that that offense has been rolling. Um, <coughs> they get Georgia at home. You know, I think they have the every <coughs> the capability of knocking them off. Last year, you know, if they hadn't played them in the rain. Things would have been different at Sanford Stadium. They got a quarterback who can throw the ball over the mountains over there. And um, I just really – defensively, I think they're going to be much, much better than last year, especially on the back end. I mean, you, you know, they, they, they stopped the run good last year. Uh, they did. They stopped the run good. And I think their secondary is going to be shored up. And they're kind of my upset pick to win the SEC. <clears throat> taking a beating in the chat room there, Jackpot. But, hey, it's his picks, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. <clears throat> so there's our picks. If you want to join the program, you can do so by clicking the link that's over here in the uh, in the comment section, Jackpot picking Tennessee to win the SEC this season. I'm picking the Georgia Bulldogs. And you know we went down our picks there. You know we it's it. These are so hard to pick because a lot of times you don't know about injuries and everything else. But we shall see how that rolls. Who wants to join the program? The link is in the description there. Have at it. <clears throat> e Machine says you wouldn't bet on it. do look jackpot bet. We're not. We're. I've already bet everything for the first week or so that I'm going to. I'm not giving out anymore. Hold on yeah, just a second. Right. I, I pulled a I pulled a note for Jackpot. Um, you know, we talk about that Duke game. You know, they lost their right tackle, Andre Harris, their guard, Chance Little, their center, Jack Burns, their reserve tackle, John Gelati. They lost three transfers that, you know, were coming into the program. Dan Volpe, Dustin Hall, Mike Purcell. All these guys were slated to be in the mix for that Blue Devils offensive line this year. And you're talking about Riley Leonard, who led them in passing and wait, rushing. Wait, 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 what, what are we talking about here? What, where, oh, I'm saying, hold on. I'm saying that Jackpot made one pick this year with Duke, and I don't know if he did enough research on the Blue Devils to look at the problems that they're going to have on that offensive line, where Riley Leonard may die on September the Duke 4th. Duke is returning 10 starters. Not I don't know what I read. They lost their right tackle. They lost. What did Chance he get Little. injured in fall camp this week? Yep. I mean, 
I read that earlier today. Let's bring the biscuit onto the program, sir. Biscuit joins us. What do you have for the program, sir? No, I was wondering. I mean, uh, Jackpot did a great video today, and I was wondering if as he was walking out of his yard back into his house again, did he step on a rake and hit himself in the head? I, you know. No. No, no you didn't. So you do think Tennessee is going to win the SEC? Yes. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. Did you say the SEC or just the East? I think they're going to win the whole shebang. They're going to the SEC championship game, and they're going to beat uh, either Alabama or LSU. Wow, with a, with an overthrowing quarterback and no defense, sir. Sir, he's he's working on his mechanics. He gotten better. Did you not see what he did at the end of the season last year? I mean, What's he destroyed that? he destroyed a Vanderbilt team that was. Granted, I know it's Vanderbilt. He destroyed a team that was coming off right. of two conference wins in a row. Had all the confidence in the world. He beat them down fifty six to nothing. Then he went down to the Orange Bowl, and he beat Clemson. They had a few defensive starters out, but still a really good Clemson team. And he beat them with a bunch of backups. If you if you start a sentence with. He's a great quarterback because let me tell you about his Vanderbilt game. Uh, you know, I, I tune out after that. Sir, I, I get what you're saying. I get he what you're saying. He's a talented guy. He didn't. The problem with him is, is that have you seen? Okay, so if he were consistently a good passer, I would say that. But even in some, he throws some errant stuff sometimes, and uh, he reminds me a lot of like, I guess I don't know who I compare him to, like Jamarcus Russell. Do you remember that guy at, at LSU who had the? Yes, he, he could throw good. sixty yards from his knees. And he was a good quarterback, but he he's not the guy you trust in games. You know, he's not the guy that you late in games want to – if you need a touch pass for 15 yards for a first down, he's not that guy. And I he and he's also not as elusive as what Hendon Hooker is too, so I think that's going to affect them a bit. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. You're not you're – not, it's not like you called Vanderbilt to win the SEC, but uh, I think that's, that's, that's a reach a little bit. But – I mean, I think in the, in a couple of years with a few more recruiting classes, they could certainly compete. But uh, I don't know. That's gonna be that's gonna be tough. Again, Georgia does go to Tennessee. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. That's gonna be a tough game. That's gonna be a hornet's nest for Georgia, no doubt. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, I'm not saying it's impossible. Georgia's it's toughest game of the year, hands down. But um, hands yeah. down. Tough. But you're gonna need to. Uh, you guys have been. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time you have to explain how to sign up for that pick'em challenge. It seems like every thirty seconds, someone's asking. You guys, how to how to sign it? You might have to provide a fax machine for Bama fans, or you know, you're going to probably need someone uh, for 24 hour support on that. I don't know if you know what you're taking on. Um, uh, well, yeah, and, and Rob did a good tutorial today on that. It was only about six minutes long. It was, he's going to link that down in the description box of this video, and I'm going to link it in all future videos about the contest. It tells you exactly there, how it tells you exactly how to to submit your picks, and uh, signing up for the contest is, is pretty simple too. You just go to the same place. Gotcha. Um, there's a, a link to sign up. There's a link to uh, submit your first week of picks. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, also, I'll give you. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I don't need instruction. I'm good on. I know how to do it. Oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine, man. But uh, I'll give you my my uh, conference picks. Uh, I have for, first in the SEC. I have. I guys, I tried really hard to pick someone else because I know I'm going to be called a homer. I really do have Georgia. Uh, I think just odds are um, probably the deepest team. Least questions at quarterback in in combination. The schedule, the schedule is easier this year, obviously. Um, 
I think I, I think they they win the SEC against Alabama. I think LSU. Everybody keeps talking about Alabama's going to lose all these games. Do you know how hard it is to go into Tuscaloosa and win? Texas, LSU. I mean, all those teams go into Tuscaloosa. How many games has Nick Saban lost since he's been there? Six, maybe in fifteen years. I, I can't remember what the number is. That you, it takes a tremendous effort to win that. I know he lost to UL Monroe. Yeah, that was that was year one though. That was that was year one. We'll give him a break on that one. Uh, I have Clemson, and here's the funny thing. Clemson, I can't give you another – I have no idea who's going to be the second team that plays in the championship game. I think, honestly, there are going to be a bunch of two lost teams in the conference, and there's going to be some weird tiebreaker that gets someone like Georgia Tech or Virginia Tech or someone like that into the championship. How about, how about Wake Forest? Possibly. Avoid, I mean, it could be them. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I think it's going to be a crazy mix-up and – Someone who's eight and four or nine and three is going to get in. They're going to have two losses in the conference. I think USC is really overhyped. Um, I think Oregon has the most talent. Second year for Lanning, I'm thinking him. I think Oklahoma. I don't think is going to win. I'm, I'm going to go with them just because I I picked them to do better than what they're supposed to do because I think everybody's down on them. I think they're going to win ten games. I don't know if they'll win the conference, but I'll just go ahead and go with them because it would be weird for me to say I'm, uh, that's my big surprise and they don't win the conference, so I'll, I'll take them. Uh, Michigan, I'm not believing the Penn State hype until they do something. Until they can win some big games, That uh, Franklin can't win big games. He did a great job at Vanderbilt, but since he's been at Penn State, he doesn't win big games. Penn State, I'll throw some shade at Georgia just to show I'm not just a complete homer. Penn State reminds me of Georgia in the 90s. We, we, we would come into every year, there would be two top five teams in front of us, Tennessee and Florida, and we'd be ranked 12th or 13th, and we'd say this is the year we get past them, and very rarely did it happen. I, I just don't see Penn State uh, Penn State doing it until well, they, they – it, it reminds me of a lot of Mark Rick teams almost there. <laughs> well, Mark Rick – here's the thing with Mark Rick, though. Mark Rick was almost there several times. Jim Donnan wasn't almost there. Ray Goff certainly wasn't almost there. I mean, yes. Mark Richt had a I few, few games, a few games where one little tip pass, and, and and we are in the championship game, or we, you know, particularly that that 2012 championship against Bama. But and I'm taking Georgia Southern to win the Sun Belt. You guys didn't touch on that. <laughs> I like the Sun Belt. Why not? Uh, yeah, you got to throw that in there, man. No love for that. Is that so? I, I haven't even. They they moved a lot of those teams got shifted around with the uh, the the UCF and Houston and all that went to the um, to the Big Twelve so it created some openings so there were a lot of changes some of those conferences I know um, UTSA went to the American yeah I'm not sure App State I guess is still in the Fun Belt yeah it's almost like we need a, we need another yeah, wow we need a team that just throws the ball everywhere do you remember that conference. We had all those teams. Whack. Was, yeah, yeah. Was, whack. West, was it Western Athletic? Yeah, it kind of got absorbed in the Mountain West. They all kind of got absorbed together. All right, guys. Well, I, I've obviously taken too much of your time, but uh, we'll talk again soon. Good luck with your Tennessee pick, Jack Clark. Good luck with that. Thank you. Go Go baby. There you go. Thanks to the Biscuit for joining the program. By the way, if you want to get in on the show, we'll uh, take. Uh, I'm gonna post the link over here. Biscuit getting, uh, giving us his picks. Hey, you can do yours too. 
Or yeah, I listened to know, the old uh, the old Morgan and JC podcast this past week, and they were talking about the conference realignment stuff and how sad it is that the Beeve and Washington State, which are teams that I mean, you know. They haven't won a whole lot traditionally, but they're still part of the tapestry that is college football. And they're, it's kind of like they're just getting left out in the cold. Um, just doesn't seem right. I, and where are they going to get absorbed? Who, who's going to take these, these orphans in? Yeah, they're, they're the Oliver Twist of the, uh, of the expansion, right? Yeah. I mean, Cal <laughs> and Stanford, I mean, th- those teams have – you know, the, you know, there's a lot of football history there. It just seems, just seems nuts. All right. Well, so there's our picks. Maybe uh, they'll join the Southern Conference. Why not? Maybe why not? <laughs> Work out for them. And the yeah, Southern I picked them for the, that game against Furman. I think it'll be a little bit too close for comfort. In the first half, I think South Carolina will pull away and ultimately win. But Clemson played Furman last year, and if I'm not mistaken, they didn't. I mean, they didn't just pound Furman into the ground. I think they won. It was like a 35-12 or something like that. So it's like the SoCon always has like some really good football in it, in my opinion. So, I mean, it's. I remember the days of Wofford and Furman and uh, all those teams being really good, and then you'd have. Um, the Citadel used to have some great teams as well. So, oh, I know. I wasn't mocking you. I'm just saying they used to have some some really good teams there, and uh, I, yeah. I SoCom was was stacked at one point. They, they fell off a little bit, though. <laughs> yeah, VMI has always been kind of kind of down, shits. kind of the shits, but we'll yeah. see. Um. Anyway, the link is over there if you'd like to get involved with the show. Uh, there you go. That's how you can get involved with the show. Thanks to Biscuit for coming on and checking the show out. Um, thanks to you folks for getting involved with the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge. We're way on our way to our biggest jackpot ever. I mean, this is going to be huge. Yeah, and, and it's, it's crazy that the, the past two winners uh, of the contest, <laughs> neither one of those individuals has entered <laughs> this year. They said, hey, I'm good. I don't know. Hmm. Well, Christian Young just had a baby, so he's probably got his – he's not getting much sleep at night, so that that may be why he hasn't entered. And then who was it last year? I can't remember. Someone named Carlos Klein. Oh, yeah, Carlos Klein. Get your shit together. Yeah. Let's see here. People in the chat, low, low Elo Joe, Chris Kaysen, Michelle, Jonathan, Billy. Thank you guys for uh, joining the program, checking us out a little bit this evening. Uh, Nobody Chris gets Kaysen, Chris says losing football jackpot. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I have no clue what that means either. Um, yeah. Like uh, Biscuit says, I think we both end up in the championship game. You're probably right. Probably right. Wouldn't it be weird if Kentucky has like, you know, Jackpot was talking about Kentucky in the uh, in his video today. What if Kentucky has their season of seasons and they end up finishing second for the last year of the SEC East? Never won the East. They finish right there at the end where it's like, damn it. They've never been to Columbia. I mean, never been to Atlanta. 
Um, well, they, 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 I'm sure some of them have bought tickets and watched the game. Come on, Jackpot. All right. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Just munching on my Utz sourdough special blend, courtesy of Jackpot. There you go. Never have I graced my palate with a finer pretzel. Just, yeah. uh, just astounding. They are. That's um, yeah. That, that's uh, food of the gods. Really. Dude, you're telling me, but you know, <clears throat> listen, it saddens me. You don't have faith in the beef to come out on top this year. I thought for sure they were when you said you got a surprise team. They were shooing, you know. Well, I, if they start, well, I'm not going to go ahead and say that. I think they're just missing a few pieces. They're only returning four starters <laughs> on their defense, so that could be kind of problematic. They got in the youth a, in a, a conference where you got to stop somebody. Um, not sure. Well, Rob, what you said about Kentucky, this is not happening. I, I'm laughing at the. Uh, I'm laughing at some of these folks over here. Roll Todd says, "Hey, look, it's corn cob." <laughs> what the fuck? Lisa says, "It's the confused guy." Billy goes, "This guy's a Clemson grad, and he's running around in this South Carolina shirt." Hmm. I mean, apparently, uh, Biscuit says he's less less Claypool of. <laughs> Rob, I, I don't blame him. I mean, he, he graduated <laughs> from Clemson. He knows firsthand how shitty they Oh, Jesus. That is, some, that is some funny shit there, Biscuit. Rob. Oh, with the deep cut. Kentucky has stands no chance at getting second in the East. <laughs> Devin Leary will probably be out by week five. Uh, Jay, as I pulled my headphones off. Ball State's going to knock him out there. Matthew McConaughey. From the, when he was on Dallas Buyers Club, <laughs> I don't see Jay. Tell Jay to call up. Let's see what Jay looks like. <laughs> I haven't seen Jay ever call up. He's he's steady typing in the chat box though every week. Tell Jay to call up. That's Jay true. Ford assassin, sir. Yeah, uh, he, that inner key is worn down, man. It doesn't even say anything anymore. He's used it so much. Oh man, that's, that's funny coming from a Kentucky fan. If yeah. we're being honest, like, isn't that where Brokeback Mountain took place? <laughs> like, what are we talking Somewhere about? Somewhere out west, wasn't it like Wyoming or something? Was it? It was something. I don't know. But right, Kale, I was watching your video earlier. I think six and six is a little harsh. Um, mm. I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm not far from you. I just think we hit seven, um, potentially eight in the bowl game. I don't think it'll be like a six, six and six, and then you win the seventh in the bowl game. Um, I, I, I don't think uh, I don't think Texas A and M is going to be worth the shit this year. To be honest, I think Jimbo's getting his uh, his walking papers this year. I think I said that last time I called in, so that's probably where we defer on like the predictions. Um, I just I don't see them having two two terrible seasons in a row. Well, I don't think they'll be terrible, but I think they'll just be average. I think Texas A&M will probably be like a seven one program this year, in my opinion. But I mean, they just don't have the quarterback. If we, if we took all of that stuff away of not knowing who their coach was, and we just looked at their roster as far as 
talent composite from the 247 Sports uh, Index, you would look at them and you would think they'd be a top four team in the SEC, without question. So when you see that, if you're one of the big alumni folks that are out there and you know, you're just sitting on your oil well yeah. just donating money. How do we have all this talent? We've dumped all this money into the stadium, and you can't do better than eight and four. Well, you can't. I mean, Shane Beamer took took a bunch of three and four star guys and leftovers from a Will Muschamp stank at the team. Won eight games, and you're 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 going to win eight games here with all the money that we put into the program. That's if I'm an alumni from Texas A&M. I mean, I, I seriously have to put that out there. You can do the same thing with Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee won ten games last year. What are you? Are you washing dishes? While we no, I was getting uh, I wasn't doing anything. Getting a beer, sorry. Oh, I'm okay. just saying. There's, there's a lot of questions that you can have if you're an A&M fan. I think eight and four gets him fired. I think nine and three, he may keep his job. But he better go ten and two if he doesn't want a bunch of people with uh, brush popper shirts and uh, cowboy hats stomping in there in their uh, cowboy boots. Uh, yeah, I think um, anything lower than well, hell, maybe even third. But I think anything lower than third in the West, and he's gone. Um, yeah, I mean well, LSU—they're kind of emerging, so you got to kind of give like, up some, but. You know, there's there's three national champ championship winning coaches in that division, and and it's like he's gonna get fired because his his program's definitely behind the other two by far. It's not well, even- and who do, who do they even go after? Like who are there? Everybody's pretty much signed up long term. Who the <laughs> hell would they even go after after they fire him? I mean, everybody's in their respective. You know, there's nobody to really even think about. You know. It's a little early for that, but I mean, uh, they, go uh, go they they go right up there to Lubbock, Texas, and scoop up Joey McGuire. Why not? Old Joey <laughs> McGuire, you know, end up at Texas or Texas A and M. Um. Uh, well, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know about them. What happens? What happens if they go there? And and I'm just throwing out. I'm just spitballing here for a second, but. Let's say that Bobby Petrino goes in there with that offense and they have a monumentally great offense. They finish second in the conference in offense, but their defense ends up being the shits and they still go eight and four. They're looking around and they're like, wait a minute. Our offense was terrible last year. We've got this guy in here. He's resurrected this offense. Uh, Jimbo, get the hell out of here. Let's give the program to, to Bobby Petrino. Either that or Jimbo somewhere else. I mean, not Jimbo, but uh, Petrino. Um, I think Petrino and Riley are honestly the two offensive coordinators I can think of that are probably next up to get a head coaching job. But oh, Riley had a little bit. They, they would go after. You don't think Marcus Satterfield in Nebraska would be in the mix for? I'll talk about Marcus Satterfield is Mike Bobo Jr. Dude, that I can't believe the swing pass sat man. <laughs> Swing past that. Get ready for it in Nebraska. I, I I just don't understand how you get a freaking job when I don't I don't I don't get it. It didn't. Yeah, he, they like, were he talking about the him and, uh, it said that Nebraska had a lot to learn in their playbook, um, but that Satterfield was being patient with them. Okay. 
Yeah, a lot um, to learn, meaning run a five-yard out route or a swing pass to that. It's going to be terrible. I can't understand that. And Matt Rule is an offensive guy. He's supposed to be a genius, but yeah. I hope he's calling the plays and, and not leaving it up to this guy. Well, maybe he's just using him as a scapegoat in case things go wrong. Got it easy. Easy Shout out. out to Cooking with Mama Tori. She says, Rooster uh, just sent my money for the challenge. So there you go. Jackpot's mm-hmm. phones over there is going ching, ching, ching. As people yeah, are I getting into the challenge. That. I got it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's going to uh, be uh, some interesting stuff there. I was wondering who you guys think will be better coming into the SEC their first year between Texas and uh, Oklahoma. I don't think y'all really talked about it much in the offseason so far. Granted, there's still a year, but, I mean, you can speculate. I mean, man, I don't know. A lot of it's going to depend on their schedule, too. Well, who do you think set up, like, in a better position? I mean, Texas, I think, is going to have a lot harder recruiting battle just because the proximity to other schools than Oklahoma might have. So I was kind of thinking Oklahoma might be a little better just in that regard. They got more more access. What do you think, Jackpot? Because Texas is going to be fighting with, you know what I mean? They're going to be fighting with Texas A&M. Just everyone around there. I think I think over the years, I think Oklahoma has just been more consistent. That's true too. Texas has had some down. It, they, they certainly is not the Vince Young Texas anymore. Uh, um, Kentucky Durbin over in the chat's giving me a hard time because he's looking at the decor in here. He's making fun of that old uh, that old school. If you can see it, but outside the Penn State flag, the old school Bud Light sign. <laughs> That thing's been up there for five years. I wasn't even really thinking about it. It's got a crack in it, too. That's an old-school logo. So I don't know if you have noticed it or not, but every uh, Bud Light commercial that they've put I don't drink that either, by the way, that they've put out um, the past three or four months, they, like, really try to overdo it. Yeah. Well, somebody in cowboy boots, some some macho man, some, some, some red-blooded American male. Um, or it's always a horse too. Like riding a horse with a last. Yeah, I'm like just just let it go and damn, it'll blow over. Shit. Yeah, well, people are always going to get drunk. I'm sorry, they are. Yeah, I I don't get into all that nonsense. Um, when I see Texas and Oklahoma, I think a couple of five and three teams. That's, That's it. Good. Yeah, I think they'll be five and three. I I I don't I don't I think like you don't think they'll ever challenge. Um, no. <laughs> How about that? How about fuck no? It's probably because, fair. And I'm just saying, when I really sip, step back and look at it, um, right now, I mean, they may eventually challenge. Yeah, maybe off the, I, I mean, Missouri, when did they SEC championship? They're not, they're not going to be like Kentucky, who's never never been to the SEC championship game, or Arkansas. Well, Arkansas is but I'm just saying, there's there's teams that have never been to the SEC championship. I don't think they'll be one of those, but it'll be like a fluke kind of year where their schedule lines up correctly, because if they play each other every season, which they're going to do, they're essentially going to knock each other out of going to Atlanta. In theory, <clears throat> if they have Alabama on the schedule and Georgia on the schedule, you know, some seasons they're going to have both. So they're they're automatically looking at three losses right there. So I think that with the twelve team playoff, they may get into the playoff. They'll they'll have a better chance of getting into the playoff than winning the SEC championship. How's that? 
Well, do you think uh, Texas kind of surpasses Texas A&M in that recruiting battle? Because I've always thought once Texas joins up, um, you know, those days of A&M finishing in the top eight and recruiting every year are going to be done. Because their main draw is, you know, come play in the SEC, come play in the SEC West. Um, yeah, Texas, I, I just think, is an all-around better school to go to than well, A&M. Yeah, if you remember, Texas A&M went to the SEC because they got tired of Texas's shit in the Big 12. Yeah. Now they're they're conference brethren again. I wonder how that meeting went. The SEC commissioner walks in and says, hey, uh, Texas is joining the conference. And the Texas A&M AD goes, the fuck they are. And the SEC commissioner goes, I'm sorry. You go sit your ass over there with Vanderbilt and shut the hell up. We're bringing Texas into the conference. And we're bringing Oklahoma too. <laughs> yeah, Sankey <laughs> told the board of trustees to go cry with those male cheerleaders. They walk out every every week. Yeah, <laughs> they truly don't care. I mean, Texas a and I got no respect for them. Um, the their best years were with a freaking <laughs> cokehead at quarterback who wasn't worth a damn. Um, uh, you know, Texas, they've had a lot of lucky run-ins with South Carolina. I mean, I think we should have beat them with Lorenzo Nunez, if y'all remember yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of people, that, the, you know, lot of people don't, don't think about that game. And that was a uh, that was a back-and-forth game. That was 2015. Yeah. That was actually Perry Orth, the Orth NATO, mm-hmm. went down there. And uh, he threw the ball all over that, uh, that taffy ass Texas A and M secondary that day should have won that game. Should have won. Just didn't have quite enough depth. Um, twenty sixteen, I think, yeah. that kind of beat us up a little bit. Twenty seventeen, we went down to A and M. Jake Bentley, uh, I think he had us up like seventeen to seven. Yeah, we had the lead. Yeah, and and, and we ended up they they came back and won. I think twenty four seventeen. You know, 2018 was a game. I just, I they they lost 26, 23 at home. I just, I came unglued on that one. 2019, we went out there, we lost 30 to six. But a lot of people don't realize or remember about that game. That was a 13 six ball game with, with 10 minutes sorry. left in it, and uh, you know, then they picked off. Um, a uh, who was the quarterback? Then? What the hell is yeah, going on? Sorry, go ahead. Fate Helensky. I'm glad I was doing this stuff, though. Go ahead. Got taken back like 85 yards for a touchdown, and you know, yeah, I want to. Wasn't that after the Missouri game where he threw the threw the, the ball to himself? himself? Yeah, and then Spike didn't fumbled it at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, nobody, that's... nobody. Yeah, he did that, and then the the Missouri linebacker, whose name was Kale Garrett, by the way, no surprise that he was the smartest guy on the field, because he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go grab that ball because uh, it's live, and uh, that's a touchdown." And, and everybody was like, "That is that. That's a touchdown." <laughs> I was so fucking mad when I saw that. That was uh, yeah, I was too. I uh, could have strangled that yo-yo. Why is the show turned into the, the, the book of Gamecock disappointments? You're one and eight against Texas A&M. You've lost your last four to Mizzou. Do something about it. A wise man once said something on this program. Uh, do something about it. Stop whining about it. Do something about hey, Rob, it. Hey, Rob, do something about your school making who's, like 30 Who's whining? We're just, we're just recounting some fucking shit. Yeah, you're, you're recounting 
Y'all remember back when we lost that game where that, that, that linebacker, Cale Garrett, ran it back because he was the smartest guy on the other team because all of our guys were this bozo in the top left. Yeah. You remember when uh, we when we fumbled the punt with two minutes left and yeah, uh, we lost 130? I do. <laughs> Antonio Butterfinger Williams can't hold a punt. Hey, I'm once glad again. I know that they're retiring Alshon Jeffries jersey at the Mississippi State game. When are they hanging that Clemson banner? I'll bet for the Jacksonville State game. Because you got plenty of room hey, in that. Clemson we hung State that Clemson game. banner when we hung the L on your ESPN. We hung, yeah, we hung that banner on whatever it was, fucking uh, November 27th last year. Yeah. Well, and that's yeah. uh, we, when we planted our flag and stormed it. That's when we hung our, hung our banner. Biscuit has a good question. How did you go to Clemson if you hate them so much? That's a good question. I mean, somebody's got to go there. Damn. Yeah. I mean, he was just, you know, Clemson helping level there. things out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you think about it, some lifelong Clemson fan whose dream it was to come here, now they I can't. Think, I think the pretty girls on the hill looked at you and said, nah, nah, you better go to Columbus. There ain't nothing but fat girls on the hill, Rob. Let's calm down. Shut up. I've been there. I, I know how it is. Yeah, they sit on the because they can't fit in the damn bleachers. <laughs> damn straight. They can hardly fit in the metal detector scale. You, you, they got you a got, you got a waddle up there. Well, they don't have a Climate Fitness over there? I mean, what's going on? It's what's up? Oh, well, it's that Canes, man. They love those damn chicken tenders. They hang out. They, uh, they probably hang out at Church's Fried Chicken. <laughs> what's wrong with Church's Fried Chicken? Nothing, but they, you know, they have mashed potatoes and gravy there. That's what puts that little that little sign of jelly on them. <laughs> that raising canes is good for you. <laughs> All right, do you have anything else for the show, buddy? No, y'all take care. Make sure to go support your local Oats drivers. Yeah, well, there make you sure. Are you, are you in the contest, sir? No, nah, I'm about to send in. I get paid coming up. I just had to pay rent, so. All right. Well, well. Get in the damn contest. I'm trying to, man. Uh, Biscuit's going to finish ahead of you, by the way. There you go. Have a good we'll day. <laughs> All right. Lisa says her, my granddaughter goes to Clemson. She ain't fat. Not yet. I've Lisa Lisa brings her, her granddaughter to the uh, to the live shows, and we do them. And uh, Not yet. She's a freshman. <laughs> she's got time. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we're not going to mock. Come on, that's not nice. Uh, the link is there if you want to get into the thing there. BVD says he's winning the pot. Look, BVD is like trying to win a uh, – he wants a dog, and now he wants to win the pot too. I mean, he's a high-maintenance dude on this channel. I know. I mean, my God. I mean, what else do you want, dude? You want a Mercedes, uh new house? We'll see how that goes. All right, uh, final call for stuff here. By the way, Wednesday night, Jackpot, we're going to pick games. Uh, quick rundown here on the, the games God, we're picking. Wild, man. We haven't picked games in forever. So the games we're going to pick in week one, and you know what? We might as well look at the week two games too. <clears throat> that might be fun. Navy and Notre Dame. Navy's a 21.5 point uh underdog that game is in ireland why they're playing in ireland i do not know utep goes on the road to jacksonville state a future gamecock opponent jackpot will be watching every play in that game as jacksonville state is getting a point and a half at home 
UMass and New Mexico State. UMass is an eight-and-a-half-point dog. Hawaii is heading to Vanderbilt, even though their stadium is the shits right now. Hawaii is a 17-and-a-half-point uh, um, underdog in that matchup against the mighty three-win Commodores. Ohio will go to San Diego State. San Diego State's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Southern Cal is a 27-and-a-half-point favorite over San Jose State. And Louisiana Tech will welcome in Florida International. They are a 10-and-a-half-point favorite there, Jackpot. Over at <laughs> Let's look at some of the Week 2 games just for fun here before we get out of here, Jackpot. Let's see here. Da -da 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 -da. Uh, let's look at, of course, we'll have the that, real quick. Do you realize that, uh, Navy or Notre Dame only beat Navy last year, 35, 32. Yeah. Notre Dame was trying to figure their shit out at the beginning of the season. If you remember, well, this was at the end of the season. Oh, this is at the end of the season. I thought it was at the beginning. It was third, third from the last game for Navy. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, so look, I'm looking at some of the uh, the week two games. Uh, you got Notre Dame and NC State, Utah and Baylor. Okay, uh, let me look, let's let's just look at we'll look at the ACC matchups first. So week two games, uh, Vanderbilt at Wake. That, I don't know if that'll make the top ten or not. Notre Dame at NC State. Holy Cross is playing Boston College. Purdue do and Virginia Tech. SC State goes on the road to Georgia Tech. Charleston Southern and Clemson. We're, you know what? We're not we're not putting that game in the mix, Jackpot. We're, I'm What's not that? doing What's that? Charles in week two, Charleston Southern goes to Clemson. We're not putting uh, we, that game. We are gonna put that in the mix. That game will have a line on it. I will I, I won't find the line. <laughs> uh well, Texas, we, here, we, here's we're the game. the game games in there every year. It's tradition. What? But well, we we've had weeks where we didn't put uh, Clemson's line in there when they were playing bullshit you or South Carolina's playing bullshit you. We've we've, we've had some weeks where we didn't do that. <clears throat> anyway, here's a game that I, I could lobby for jackpot. A and M on the road at Miami. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting game. That might be in the mix. App State at North Carolina. Hmm, that could be interesting too. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh was last year. Yeah, that's kind of a sneaky, interesting game. Also in week two, let's look at some other matchups here. Uh, you've got, man, this barn burner, Eastern Kentucky and Kentucky. Uh, Ole Piss playing Tulane. Currently, those are two ranked teams. Yeah, uh, well, Texas, a, Texas and Alabama, I'm sure, will be in the mix. And, yeah, we'll do Furman in South Carolina. I don't have a problem with that. Auburn playing California, that game will probably be in the mix as well. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, that's – um, you know, that's uh, yeah, if, if Auburn can go out there and get that win, uh, you know, I think they'll certainly – because last year, do you think they would have won it? I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Cal's not a good team. Uh, and they're picked to finish near the bottom of the Pac-12, but that's still a long trip to make, and a, you're playing an opponent that you really don't know a whole heck of – I mean, the, we're in the, the age of, of you know, <clears throat> click on your phone and look at a video of anything you want to. 
Um, right. So we can't say you don't know anything about them, but you know, it's it's a lot different than than having some experience playing against them, understanding it, playing on that field. Um, it, it can be tough for Auburn. Um, you've got also an interesting matchup with uh, Colorado. Their 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 game with uh, Nebraska. Maybe yeah. that'll be a game that gets into the mix. I, I don't know. Iowa, yeah. Iowa. Marcus, Marcus Satterfield. Marcus Satterfield versus Prime. Satterfield versus <laughs> yeah. Someone, someone posted something about uh, Will. Uh, apparently, Deion Sanders had three toes amputated over yeah. the offseason. Will they get more? Will they have more wins than he lost toes this year? Probably not. I, isn't isn't it convenient? Isn't it convenient that his uh, surgery to fix those uh, <laughs> fucked up toes was uh, during uh, Pac-12 media days? Oh yeah, yeah. That that's real convenient. Um, I, it's just like and they were showing some stuff off the other day, and I, I don't know if they're going go, um, to go into games like this. But his players instead of having nothing on the back of their jersey or having the last name on the back of their jersey, they had their social media handles on the back of their jersey. Like, I mean, like, at, at Travis Hunter 21 or whatever the fuck. What, what are we doing? I mean, uh, Brock says his toes hit the transfer port. <laughs> <laughs> they did, and they didn't get picked very, up. Very good, Brock. <laughs> Deion they Sanders packed, they in, got packed up with that Louis luggage. Um, in one season, Deion Sanders completely got rid of his entire team, got an entire new team through the transfer portal, left the conference that they were in, and lost three toes. That's one hell of a an off season there for uh for Deion Sanders. That you know they they could go three and nine. It's a mess. I mean, it's, Mike's just, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. It's like everything he does, it, it, has, it has to be some kind of spectacle. Got to be for attention. Got to uh, – I don't know. Hold on. Billy says y'all be nice. V, BVD's in here. Look, we're not we're not mocking BVD. We were – Deion Sanders had mangled toes from his time in the pros. <laughs> That's why he lost his toes. They, do with they, yeah. And the doctors found them. They just put them in the transfer portal. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, BBD says BBD can take a leg joke, fellas. Let him fly. So he, I bet BBD could take that one of the fake legs and swing that thing like a baseball bat. I'm sure he could. Probably so. Uh, Mike wants to know how many are in the contest. Not enough. Join the contest. It's in the link. We have had at least one or two get into the contest here while we're on the show while so. we're on the air that that's when you know you've arrived when you're when you're actually doing a show recording it and you've got people um ching ching in your venmo account putting money in there uh, to add to the pot to get themselves in that contest because they think they pick some games isn't it funny how far the the contest and the show has <laughs> come jackpot because uh you know we did the content we've been doing this for a while now but um, as far as it taking off, like the year that I, I the, it, it, I mean, it's, it's, it, I mean, it's went from, I don't know, uh, what 20 people in it 
to last year we had close to a hundred. I think it was, I don't remember. Yeah. But I mean, no. it was, <clears throat> it was insane. Yeah. So nine years. Huh? Yeah. Anyway, jackpot, you have anything else? Make sure you guys get in the Callaway's pick them challenge. We really appreciate it. What else you got jackpot? You good? Uh, yeah. Like I say, uh, <clears throat> Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. We can do this before we go. Low Elo Joe says, explain jackpot for the newbies. Can I, can I do this? I want to do it. His name is jackpot because he, uh, <clears throat> when he started this channel, he did it with like scratch off lottery tickets and he called himself Carolina jackpot. And then he started doing some college football content. And then I was doing a podcast with our brother, the comrade, and we decided that we wanted to bring Kale into the mix with us. Comrade left the podcast because he wanted to do baseball or whatever the hell the comrade's doing over in the gulag. But the jackpot name is stuck with uh, Mr. Kale Hall here. And he's kept the channel name the same thing. And we just keep building and building, right? Is that fair? That's it. Oh, uh, yeah. By the way, on uh, Thursday night, that would be the 24th. This coming Thursday, going to be doing a live stream, a collaboration with Sports Talk J, a very popular Tennessee YouTuber. Uh, he's doing a great job over there. I uh, enjoy his content, and uh, that's the collab you didn't know you needed. Not sure it's going to be on my channel, his channel, or BBD's channel, but we're going to be on somebody's channel Thursday night. And I'll, I'll I, when I figure out what time it's going to be, or when I'm told what time to be there. I'll let y'all know on uh, Wednesday night show where we pick our winners uh, for uh, our week zero games. We're going to lock them in. <clears throat> BVD says it's going to be on his channel. So okay. are you telling me I'm, that I'm thinking, I, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking old boat may come sink some Irish dream on Saturday. Now, hey, so let me make sure that I, I understand this. I normally, if I need information on the Tennessee folks, I normally go to BVD's page. Are you telling me that I should subscribe to Sports Talk J? Is he going to be worth my time, or is he just going to be ripping goalposts and throwing them in the river and all that other shit? He may I, rip goalposts and throw them in the river. I can't speak on that, but you'll certainly um, you certainly <clears throat> won't be disappointed with your subscription to Sports Talk J. So. Kentucky Durbin says more proof that jackpot has taken the McDonald's bag from the UT cheaters. <laughs> no jackpot got a Chick-fil-A bag. He got God's chicken by God. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Sorry, well, I didn't come up to Kentucky and take y'all's Bob <laughs> Evans bag or, or no, or, you, you got you. He, he offered you Kroger points and you said, I don't shop at Kroger. So <laughs> yeah, we don't have a Kroger in my area. <clears throat> is that is that fair what i said about the uh the jackpot stuff i mean that's close right yeah yeah you you, you pretty much hit the nail on the header we stopped today we did stop and uh was in georgia went down we're gonna go to the lake we decided to go on down and went in the flea market and uh, i'm in this town uh jefferson georgia i think or city i guess it is um I don't know how far we were. We may have been an hour outside of Atlanta. And um, there was a sign there for a Kroger uh, off the interstate for the Kroger gas station. So I'm like, oh, cool. There's a Kroger down here. I want to go check it out because I like to go in Kroger. 
And we went down here, and, I mean, it's like in the middle of nowhere. You, and there's a Kroger over here on this side of the highway. And this is a four-lane highway, and then over on this side of the highway, there's a Publix. And it, it, you don't see any houses from like two miles from the interstate to the Kroger. But when we go in the Kroger, I mean, this place has got like 12 checkout lines opened up. They're backed up all over the place. The U-scan lines are full. I'm like, my God. I'm like, I didn't know there was just damn mean people that live down here. I'm like, where the hell did they all come from? Because, I mean, I, this is in northeast Georgia. I think this is just like oh, some little uh, two-traffic-light town, and this is, like, booming. So, all right, there's I'm a lot of people. I'm going to subscribe to Sports Talk Jay because if my podcast co-host is going over there uh, into the land of the Vols, and we all love BVD, but if he tells me Sports Talk Jay is worth my while, then I might try to listen to one of those programs. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Papa V says Kroger's prices are too high. Fair enough. I guess that's a good way to end the program. All right, Jackpot, we got to pick games on Wednesday. Enter the contest. We'll see you then. Thank you, guys.